0: hey Jay hey Tyler I have a question
1: I hope I have an answer
0: okay I want you to describe um what you think life would be like if all of a sudden all cell phone technology was wiped off the face of the earth. and so like it's it's not like it you went back in time Marty McFly style and it never happened right um and now Biff owns a oh you haven't seen that that's I a, have not. I was about to spoil Back to yeah, the Future for yeah, you. Don't do that. Oh, don't do that. Goodness. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I was going to spoil Back to the Future. <laughs> uh, you have to see it. Maybe yeah. we should just see it together. That's really true. I'm sure it's going to come to Row House at some point. It does. That's a yeah. good way to see it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's so great. Get your librarian wife to, to check I, that for me. You the, would think I have I have the access you to do. this stuff. I just don't. And it's not her fault. I'm no, just saying she has access to it. I'm gonna ask Sarah when you listen to this, just bring home the Back, Back to, to the Future trilogy. trilogy, yeah, and thanks, make, make him watch it because we, one, we need to record a podcast about it because it's the best trilogy ever made, and uh, and two, I mean, I I'm already backing away from that statement in my head. There's so many other <laughs> trilogies that are good. I mean, it's it's among the best. Star it's among Wars the comes best. to mind. Yeah, yeah. The prequels? Is
1: that what you're talking about? The prequel trilogy? <laughs> So you were asking a question?
0: Yes. <laughs> oh man, coming up. So uh, here's the teaser. Coming up, we got uh, some Halloween episodes, yeah. some Christmas episodes, yeah. and some straight up Star Wars episodes. Dude, we could because do because we it. are getting into last or the Return of the Skywalker. <laughs> I I really. This is excited. We can't even Star coming Wars Nine, the movie, the Return of the Skywalker. Yeah. I uh, we Skywalker
1: could a- Strikes Back. <laughs> we could do a whole episode on the trailer. Yes. Oh. Maybe we're about to. And the Mandalorian. <laughs> oh man! Oh my goodness! <laughs> that I was pretty sure I was getting Disney Plus. Oh my goodness! As a very serious Marvel fan, uh, they're oh, all they're all gonna be there. Yeah, right. The 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 shows that came out of Marvel almost had me. It was the Mandalorian that I was like, shut
0: up and take my money. Yeah. I'll be buying this now. Yeah, I'm very interested in the WandaVision. Yeah. I am also, I mean, to me, the, the the day one buying it was every Simpsons episode. Yeah. Without commercials. N- without question. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be so exciting. Anyway, I think you were asking me about cell phones. <laughs> I was. So, imagine a world where, where again, we we live in the world that we do right now. Yeah. And all of a sudden, just no, like, you know how when your cell phone runs out of battery and it literally just becomes a brick? Like, it's even the yeah. the, the, the haptic is not responsive in anything. It feels right, really right. weird. It's just done. Um, that happens with every cell phone. And they come out tomorrow and they say, sorry guys, we did we tried to figure it out and it just won't work anymore right Like all the rest of the technology in the world still works. Let's say Wi-Fi doesn't work anymore either. okay So in order uh, to be connected my Disney plus glad I didn't sign up yet <laughs> <laughs> you can well you can get that through an Ethernet cord. okay So okay. all that is still good. but um, cell phones don't work. Yeah. What, how does your life change? How do you think the world is different? Better. Do you think that you're feeling that in the moment? Uh, at this very moment? <laughs> like, do you think that like a week from now, like immediately you might be like, good, this would be great. Say a week out. Yeah.
1: I think there are things that I'm going to miss. Well, well, let me put it this way.
0: What I. Do th- what do you think are the... Uh, sorry to interrupt you. Before. No, go ahead. So, and I'll rephrase it and you can kind of keep with this. Yeah. What do you think are the significant changes that if you really had to think about it that, that would be different about your routine? So Not just like, I can talk to people more, but... So I, I think I've said on the pod, I
1: don't know if I did, but there were a couple Lent's ago that I gave up coffee for Lent. Yeah. And uh, I am heavily addicted to coffee. Oh, yeah. So the first week or so of that experience
0: was horrible. So you were just like all frappuccinos? No, for-
1: no. No caffeine, <laughs> nothing. Just, just. Oh man, so not even dues. No, Ugh. total cold turkey. Yeah, uh, and that you first... gave up
0: cold turkey as well.
1: Yeah, I didn't do sandwiches. So it was only like hot turkey. Yeah, that was it. Jeez. That was all I could do. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give things up. Hot turkey from that one. <laughs> But the first week was terrible because it was literally withdrawal. Yeah. Right? Oh, like, yeah. Physical, <laughs>
0: physical manifestations.
1: Like I was sick. I had headaches. I, I think was... we would
0: actually have physical manifestations from giving up cell phones.
1: I'm sure of it. Straight up. Um, I know mental ones. Because here's where here's where I know that I don't want to be like this, but I keep being like this anyway. The line at Aldi
0: oh. where there's- Yes, there's the waiting. The, the intermittent wait. Yep. Where it's anywhere from 30 seconds to two minutes. Yep. yep. I will, without even hesitating-
1: Grab for a cell phone. What's your go-to app? Twitter. Which is bad news. Uh, I will say some of my dumbest stuff. Throw back to another. The the thumb type? Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. Uh, Or Clash of Clans, the game. Oh, yeah. Um, So I think what would happen if cell phone technology died right now, a week out, I'm going to be in a miserable place. Yeah with the understanding that it's got to work itself out of my system yes, yes, yes. to get to a better place. Yes. Because there, are, again, I know it's bad for me. Yeah. Um, I was just reading an article about some neurologists had figured out that we are doing a great disservice to ourselves by not letting ourselves be bored. Yes. Yep. Um, that, that, that being bored is part of a like evolutionary tactic to keep yeah. surviving. Uh, Absolutely. We,
0: it keeps you aware of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, and the and fact it's, that and it's that it's the 30 to two, 30 seconds to 2 minutes in the right. line. It's not the I'm going to be waiting in the doctor's office for half an hour. Right. It's the intermittent it's it's people checking their texts at a at a stoplight. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really unsafe. very and I'm talking to Tyler Doll. <laughs> I'm now, still I'm gonna, gonna <laughs> does this all the time, and that's why I, I think you're 100 percent right that it would be a. This turned more serious than I thought it would. Yeah. Uh, but we, think, before we get away from that, there's an actual neurological study that, like, when you when you flip between stuff, it takes your mind like a minute and a half to come back. Yeah. So if you are text, if you're thinking, oh, just text the red light, it, even if you get done with your text, your brain is in that text for the next like 60 to 90 seconds. Yeah. And so if you have to start driving again, now usually coming out of a, out of a traffic light is not as toxic and not as dangerous driving as it can, but know that you are distracted that your brain, even if you're done with the text, you're still thinking about what you sent and how they're going to receive it. and all kinda Like there are things going on. It's a, it's troubling neurologically. Yeah. In and I,
1: I think because of that, you would see some very serious withdrawal symptoms. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but I think we would end at a better place. Yeah. I think humanity would be much farther ahead. That's what we need to write that story. We need to, to work on the technology. The EMP that uh, yeah. wipes out all the cell phones. Yeah. It's good. It keeps, keeps technology.
1: Yeah. We need something. Yeah.
0: I still need I still
1: need Disney Plus.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just through an Ethernet. Right. Great. Um,
1: yeah. Tether me to a couch. I When I was in yeah. seminary, I got into vinyl. Um, not because I liked vinyl or thought it sounded better.
0: Like some, I immediately went to a, like a vinyl couch. Like that you got no, it no, no, like, no. Yeah. the records, the yeah, actual yeah. records.
1: Yeah. Uh, and the reason was my reasoning was I was. It came to me when I was mowing the grass and listening to music. Yep. As a musician, I was like, no, no, music shouldn't be background.
0: No. Uh, so yeah, yeah.
1: At the end of seminary, I tied myself. I would only listen to it on record so that I had to sit down at yeah. this spot
0: yeah. and do this thing. Tom Hanks one time in an in interview or podcast or something was describing the joy of listening to a record, listening to vinyl. And he put it like, it's like having a fire, hmm. like in a fireplace. Yes. And it's like, especially in our society now, it's generally unnecessary to have a fire in a fireplace. There's still some houses where it is a primary source of heating. It's usually an auxiliary point of heating or it's just fun to have a fire right um,
1: it's more entertainment. Yeah,
0: yeah. But it's that kind of thing where you got to stick around. Like, if you, as soon as you light a fire, you're locked in there for like an hour. Yep. Um, um, if not, and every time you throw another log on, that's another 20 minutes that you're there. This is why camping, by the way, is so great. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, the thing about the fire, too, is every once in a while, like, you can't just let it go. Every once in a while, you got to go over and poke it. You got to yep. put another log on. And about putting on a record, it may not be the main, like, you can put it on and then do other stuff. Yep. But every once in a while, you got to get up, flip the record.
1: Yep attend to and you, it and
0: you can't skip stuff like you got to you got to go you can't just hit your favorite songs you got to hear the whole album as it is yeah 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 which I think I'm going to ruin what we're about to do for this episode but I like that oh I love it too I I, want I an think album yeah I think that that's well that's a whole different principle it's yeah. not that it's neither or this is different Different ingredients with, or different dishes with the same ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. I like spaghetti and I like lo mein, and they're in the same principle. Yes. But you can, different. And I don't want a world where either of those things are gone. Yeah. Um, but they're, you they just go in a very different direction. With yeah. um, I agree. I think that the, um, it, it, it's a lot more serious question than I thought. I think the world would be a better place if we didn't have cell phones. The biggest thing for me is I wouldn't know how to get anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I right. would be lost all the time. That's going to take some readjustment. And I couldn't listen to any music. In the like, I'd have to listen to radio again, which is my least favorite thing.
1: Yeah, WYEP man.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's w- good- but it doesn't come in everywhere. Like, no, it really thing. doesn't. And, uh, and NPR is good too, but like they uh, need
1: to boost the signal on WYEP. because yeah. that's gold that the whole country needs. Oh yeah, it
0: also there's a skill set this does tie in in a way that I didn't thought about there's a skill set that has been lost mm-hmm. by by the streaming of the music by the Spotify's and the Apple music and the Amazon music and stuff like that uh, I was trying to think of other, other ones <laughs>
1: no I thought of something really funny I'll come back to it um,
0: and uh, so there was a certain knowledge base that was important to have that is not as essential as it was anymore and if we right. got rid of the streaming stuff if it just disappeared yeah boy things yeah. um, what
1: I was laughing at in that this, this is where our relationship is now Tyler and I want to let the listener in on this yeah. I was about to say to you that someone was telling me that our kids will never have the conversation what was the first album you bought yeah. yeah and what stopped me was it was you that told me that
0: Yeah. I was about to quote you <laughs> to you uh, I love it and I would have been like oh that's a good point yeah <laughs> Whoever said that whoever must be really smart. Really thinking. <laughs> Man, yeah. <laughs> I was about to just straight up quote you to you. Someone told me that's that, fine. Yeah. Feel free to do that again because I don't remember what I say. So that's, <laughs> that's very fine. Um, uh, and I'm sure I stole it from somebody else. <laughs> anyway, I'm Tyler. And I'm Jay, and this is Rubbing the Pastor. The pastor. came out of nowhere, and I didn't mean to be a lead-in, but it, boy, toy sure is. It really ran um, right So we're going to jump right into a bygone era. We have teased this before. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful era in our life, and it, this really, um, I, we're going to bring everybody along here. Yeah. So to, regardless of your generation, if you are a boomer, if you are a Gen X, if you are a millennial, if you are Gen Z, what's
1: what's what's below millennial? Uh What do we call them now?
0: iGen. iGen? Who yeah. calls them that?
1: The book, iGen. I know. I think yeah. that's
0: the only one that calls it my gen. I think what? it's generation Whoever wrote C. that said they think that's Yeah, that book's like prevalent. 10 years old. Yeah. I don't know. We might have moved on. Yeah, it's a youth I'm a millennial. Thing. I don't have to care about that yeah, would, yeah. And I'm right on the cusp. So yeah. I'm right. Generally, the generations, generally the generations, they they tend to go from- <laughs> The follow-up to the hit single, public displays of- <laughs> <laughs> Public displays of bravado. Yeah. Bravado. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. Uh, I shouldn't take a lot of cold medicine right before we started. Um, so uh, um, the uh, if you were born from the ages, from 1940 to 1960, that generally makes you a boomer. Yes. Um, if you are born from 1960 to 1980, that generally makes you Generation X. Yep. If you were born from 1980 to 2000, that generally makes you a millennial. Yep. And if you're born since 2000, that makes you something else. And yeah. we're just ending up the, the we're, we're now at the other end of the of the spectrum of that generation. Yeah.
1: My kids, I don't think if are they part go, of that. Yeah, if
0: they go in 20 year cycles, I mean, yeah. your kids will have fallen in it, but they'll be like me where they'll be right on the cusp because right. they have been right. born since before 2020. Right. So 2020 is going to be the cutoff if we keep with that 20 year gap. Yeah. Um, so their your kids and my kids very much fall in it, but they will be they will have slightly different experiences with it because my my oldest is turning ten, um, right. or Just turned ten, um, and uh, my youngest just turned seven, and uh, your boys are not quite four, almost four, yeah. yeah. And um, so they will they'll be I mean the gap between them is like the gap between us is like three or four years. So, yeah. Uh, but but being right on the on the border, and you're close close enough to the border too that you can you can empathize mm-hmm. with the X I, so I
1: I have a lot of Gen X yeah. tendencies. You, have,
0: you, you listened to Nirvana you watched friends mm-hmm. you watched Seinfeld like right. all that stuff that was very much for when we were elementary school kids watching stuff that was written for 20 year olds yeah um, and uh, I don't know why I start talking oh uh, so regardless of where you are in those gen- in that generational divide. Uh, we're going to talk a very very specific period mm-hmm. that is too young for boomers. Yes. Too old for millennials. Yes. Right, and it kind of in the in the wheel, even a little too young for some of the older X's. Yep. But right in the wheelhouse of older, um, kind of younger ex, older millennial. Yep. Um, but it's still accessible to everybody because it's a concept that that I think we can get. It's not a concept that you can fully understand if you if you only know iPods and mp3s and now streaming things
1: well I, i'll come
0: back to that yeah because yeah. i think there's something- it's a different it's a different kind of thing so what, yeah. I, what we're talking about is the theology of the mix tape yes and w- what's very important in that is every word yeah <laughs> mix tape yes it's different than a mix cd yes it's different than a uh a mix playlist yes and not that there isn't great value in both of those things but um you can't it's it's a very different concept altogether and even more so than a record. A tape, not that you can make mixed records like that. Just no, wasn't technology that, technology that was available. There. Like you, theoretically, you could, but right. um, it 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 wasn't available to the public. And there were um, eight tracks that also I don't think you could record on it, or if you could, it wasn't. No, so and eight so. tracks were only around for a short amount of time. Yeah. Um, anyway, tape, so tape was the king of this. CD, yes. you could kind of do it. You could do it, but it's a very different animal. Yeah. So th- the thing about the mixtape is a mixtape is ninety minutes uh-huh. or. It it's 60, 90, 110. Right. Or then 120 came out right kind of at the end. So two hours. And I I tended to lean towards the 90 as a default. Yes. And then I would go up if I could. So um, I, in my high school years, so I started high school in 1994. Mm -hmm. So 94 through 98. And then into college, but it switched to CD at that point. I was deep into making mixtapes. Yes. Uh, If you've ever seen, there's a movie called High Fidelity. Uh-huh. That is is quite a good movie. It's it's a little emotional and exhausting. And John Cusack's the main, <laughs> main character. So, if you don't like John Cusack, so it's emotional, a, exhausting. a whole bunch <laughs> of it. Yeah, it's like Young Jack Black, though. It's the movie that made everybody go, ooh, look at this guy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, it's from like, I don't know, 98, something like that. Uh, maybe a little later than that. Who cares? Um, so, but in that, the whole one of the running themes of that is he's making mixtapes. Mm-hmm. He's making a mix or he makes lists a lot. And so, he makes a mixtape for a person. And the thing about making a mixtape, so, in order to make this tape, you have to have your your tape recorder hooked up to a stereo so you can make them from albums you can make them from cds you can make them from other tapes but you have to on a tape you don't just get every like you can't record it faster than it's supposed to be you have to listen to the song at speed yep in its entirety um you can do a lot of things to get it real close i mean you can kind of i had a, a stereo that i could turn the record volume down so i could cut i could fade songs out uh, before yeah, they were at the end yeah. or you could just clip them off or things like that and I, you'd start to learn that you could also hook your stereo up to like a TV mm-hmm. or a VCR or something and re, and record snippets of audio. So I, as I got more into mixtapes, wow, you were jet would level. Put, at yeah, this. I put like little sound bites of things in between. A lot of times from Simpsons or Saturday Night Live or things like that that out of context are weird. Like there's one where uh, uh, it's just Homer Simpson going to the little girl's room. <laughs> And it was uh, that was a terrible Homer Simpson, by the way. I don't know who did that, but it was just a like it out of nowhere, and then just goes right into a Buster Rhyme song. But yeah. uh, um, and the funny thing too is that in my head, when I hear all these songs, like that should come after it. Yes. So and the, so once you get the tape, then the thing about tapes is you can't skip very easily. You can fast forward, but not with any kind of precision. Right. And so you're making a tape for someone. And almost the, the best mixtape is not just making a mixtape for yourself. Cause then you just throw songs on there. Right. And sometimes you can record them off the radio too. Like that was the other thing. I was
1: going to bring that up. That's an, another level of Jedi mixtaping. If you <coughs> are patient enough. Yeah. To and you, see and you get a clean copy where yep. they're
0: not talking over it. Oh, that was tricky. Yeah. Uh, so the, um, you make the tape and you're making it for someone and you're knowing that they're going to have to listen to this tape from start to finish. And so you need to structure it. You're creating a story with yep. this tape. And this is thinking about it too much, but also you want it to tape that people can listen to. It's not So it's not just like, I don't know, here's 20 of my favorite songs. Yeah. Here's 20 songs I think that are good. You have to, like, this song doesn't make sense next to this song. And getting bad mixtapes will make you realize, like, well, I'm never going to listen to that. Right. And so part of this nuance is you, you start to develop this sense of, like, here's a great opening song. Here's a great song number two. I would always put, like, a really good song at number four. I don't know why i always thought yep. that. And there's a side one that needs to have an end, like a good song that ends the side. And then there's a side two. So you're kind of starting over, but it's in a different thing. And my, my tapes always ended up having the slower songs on side two. Yeah. But you, you still have to have an album, like a side opener that kind of gets you that's still, so there's still some energy, but then it's got to naturally move into something that makes sense. So there's, there's a thread that musically or lyrically or something like that, that will carry you through. Yeah. The other thing that's kind of key to a mixtape for me is that you couldn't have the same artist on it more than once. Yeah. Which is like not always the case for some people. I if I ever broke that, it would be like once per side. But even then, I found out that that was too much and too so, much. Um, I made for my wife, who at the time was my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made her a series of I think eighteen mixtapes over the course of uh, probably six years. Wow. Not even six years because we started dating my senior in high school. So I probably made her like eight before college. And then I made eight more yeah. in college.
1: And let's be clear. That's an unexplored part of this, the romantic connection oh, to mixtapes. It's, mix it's tapes. almost
0: almost exclusively that. But it's not exclusively that. But it's like probably 80, 90% of the mixtapes you're making are the equivalent of the middle school paper. Do you like me? <laughs> Check yes, <laughs> yes or, or no.
1: no. I Well, you know what? That <clears throat> The middle school paper is a little more like... Where is our relationship standing? Yeah. I think... And I I'll I will, I will come to this my experience... This is taking with, it to the next level. I will take my experience with mixtapes in a minute because it's a little different. Yeah. Much to my detriment. But I think a good mixtape is like the bouquet of flowers. Yes. To the dating couple. Well,
0: and it's. I think it's it's innocuous enough, especially, again, this is not an era that exists right now. You can't make a mixtape no. for someone and just do this. I we mean, it you could be charming. It's just they wouldn't be able to play it on
1: anything. we got a tape player right over there in the studio. Oh, we nice. Could, we could do it.
0: So um, it is something where... Uh, you could be like a real good friend, a crush that doesn't know they're a crush. You can make them a mixtape, and it's a simple way of testing the water. Yes. Hey, you're cool. I what think you, you would think, think this, this is cool. Yeah. Do you think I'm cool? And you are also presenting yourself, so it's very much like a date. In that these are the things that I I will be judged upon. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm putting these songs, and if I'm going to put a weird one on here, it's got to be a weird one I can defend. And if I'm going to put a like super popular song on here, I got to defend that, too. Yeah. Like, is it if I'm putting Madonna on this mixtape, I better have a reason or Britney Spears or something like that. Um, uh, and it's got to make sense. And uh, am I trying to blow your mind with my knowledge? Am I trying to introduce you to stuff? Am I picking songs that I think you will like, right. like without not about me? This is specifically for you am i picking songs that i like that i want you to like like you're telling a story
1: well and he, he, and it's
0: not even clear to you what that story is it's other it, other than please like this well and also you know the the gold standard is
1: if i can get you to think of me when you hear this song
0: yes oh yes that's the win this is a whole lot of uh subliminal messaging yes. that i am setting up yes. and so if i'm putting in a song uh like in your eyes by peter gabriel or great choice because yeah. it was on
1: every mix tape. it really it was it really was and so
0: i want that song to belong to us yep. and stuff like that and so um making and i made a lot of mixtapes for my friends in iowa like so oh, th- wait, those um, ones were are you from i was from iowa, in but in I, iowa but i but my mixtaping yeah. career started right after i moved and so that was okay, another thing okay, fair enough yeah i grew up in iowa um <laughs> and uh, uh spoiler alert i grew up in iowa <laughs> uh but i i uh I, during this the i mean so i was 14 when i moved right um and that's prime that's mixtaping mix and that age. was 14 in 1994 so that's the sweet season of mixtaping yes and especially as cds are coming into play so it's it's easier to get music but there you can't burn them yet like right. it was, there was there's a five-year period in there where there you couldn't burn cds uh but you can make mixtapes and the tapes were real good and the systems were real good so and like every once in a while I'd like go to my cousin's house. My cousin mm-hmm. had a bunch of albums I didn't have. And so I made this crazy mixtape with a bunch of stuff that was like, that was the thing about, I made these 18 different mixtapes for Adrian and the first six of them, they're real good. I was going to say, do you still have them? Oh yeah. I yeah. still have them all. I still have the playlist of them, uh, but I don't have all the, the all the the, the clips. I yeah. still have all the tapes, but, uh, and I need to like make a, an MP3 of the tape because it has the sound clips and stuff in between. But the fir- they're and they're real good. Except you get if you listen to the first three, there's a lot of three eleven on it. That's the one downside. Yes, uh, there <laughs> is. No,
1: I will defend three eleven a lot longer than the average human being. Well, yeah, I would have
0: to. Yeah, <laughs> for a while until I, like you listen back now, and i realize – So I made a playlist on Spotify that has all the songs from those play from those mixtapes except for three eleven. <laughs> I took three eleven out of it. <laughs> Um, I'm listening to Three Eleven on the drive home. The, I, yeah, me too. Yeah, Music's yeah. a great <laughs> album. Uh, so that—that's. Uh, oh man, if you don't know who Three Eleven is, just listen to him and then then laugh at us. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Uh, they this are is, a great band. Let me just tangent us for a second. They are a great band right now
1: in their career, because I still pop in every now and again, because iTunes will say, like, hey, 311 put out a new album. Oh, no. They are predictable in this way. The first song of every album... Is going
0: to say the word 311 in
1: it? No, it's great. Well, <laughs> oh, it's probably yeah, going to yeah. say 311 in it. Yeah, 311. The first song is great. The rest of the album is worthless.
0: Yeah, it's a single with nine tracks, <laughs> nine so bonus tracks. Every
1: time they put out an album, all you need to do, Listen take the, to the first song, album, everyone? Yep, and then you're done.
0: They were... It's, oh man, 311 is so hard to explain. Yeah, but it's before. So think of like the Limp Bizkit era of music. (laughs) Then five years before that, there was a band called 311. Yeah. So they were not a like punk rock, like bro rock. They were people, guys from Omaha, Nebraska who loved weed and reggae music and, and rock music and mixed it all together in this weird way. And I, and also... In high school, you're beholden, especially at that point where there wasn't streaming and stuff. You're beholden to the the music that your friends give you. Yep. And the music that your friends turn you on to. My, I had some really cool friends turn me on some awesome stuff and Three Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, uh, that's. I think I said in the. I mean, uh, they turned me on to like they might be giants and Nine Inch Nails and Tribal Qu- Tribal Quest was from my my cousin. She turned me on to Dave Matthews Band mm-hmm. before their first album came out. Like th- all kinds of stuff like that. Do they have to eat saltine when you say Dave Matthews? I Band think or any just reference me. of Dave Matthews okay. Band and every okay. saltine for every time you hear those three words together. Dave, Dave Matthews, Matthews Band. Band. So that's like four. Yeah saltines right. and we just both said it in concert so you have to eat two like a sandwich style right
1: put some peanut butter on there too no 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 no, no. Oh, no okay
0: that it's just a sleeve of saltines <laughs> i really want someone to have done this yeah. please tweet a picture of a sleeve of saltines please. and then tweet a picture of where that sleeve is at the end of this episode we're really hitting it hard in this one by the uh, by uh, so so uh, all that to say uh, yeah all that is to say um <laughs> so you're making this this uh uh my mixtapes what i was trying to say was the um I only had so many CDs like I had probably 20 or 20 maybe 30 CDs yeah which is a lot for a high school kid because they were like 20 bucks and I've only been buying them for two or three years at this point right and um, uh, so every mixtape I made like the on their own they stand up really well when you put them all together the first like six or so it's all the same album it's like a different R.E.M. song a different like and those are the mainstays R.E.M. Weezer uh, uh, John Denver worked in a lot (laughs) there I was think, one great John John Denver album, and that was kind of one of those things. Like, I know this is this is a wild card. Mm-hmm. I'm throwing you a John Denver song. Yeah, but John Denver's good. Yes, like, and I got John Denver from my mom, so I was like dipping into my mom's CDs. I put a Billy Joel song on there, yeah. but uh, some some songs that you wouldn't expect. But these are songs that I like that are good. And part of it is I'm at the bottom of the barrel, and I I don't want to have to keep using the same five albums. But also, I like the song, and this is part of who I am. I'm someone who will like. This John Denver album, yeah, it's really good. And uh, and if you love, the, and especially once you are in your like third, fourth, fifth mix CD, now I'm really letting you in to the depths yeah. of stuff. I'm putting some Muppet songs on there. I'm putting all kinds of deep, deep things, deep cuts. So the but the thing about it again, you can't skip. No, nope. so that's what d- makes it different than a mix CD. You're so mix invested. CD, mix CD, you can put seventy two minutes of music on, right? And then eighty eventually. Yep. Yep. And even now, I think it still is topped out at eighty if yeah, you're, you're right. making a mix CD. Um, and a mix CD you can skip, and you can shuffle it. You can't yeah. shuffle a tape. You can't skip. And so every choice you're putting on there, you have to be thoughtful about the way that it's in. And even a playlist now, a playlist can be uh, like. And I make a lot of playlists. Um, I went a whole year where I made a playlist every month, and I set the the I set it at thirty songs, mm-hmm. and I, it was basically because Spotify has a thing called discover weekly, which every week they'll give you a playlist. It's a great feature based on what you listen to. This is like, this is what we think you might like. And, and more often than not, it's pretty good. Yeah. They, they Um, they do it well. And, uh, so I started doing that where every, every month I'd make a list of songs that I had either found or heard or had suggested to me. Um, and so I have a whole year where it's, and they're really good where I made a mix every month and it was 30 songs. Um, And, uh, really like enjoyable now, like it's not, they weren't just desperate stuff. And they, and I, I made a point of trying to make it so that knowing that if you have like the, the free Spotify, it has to shuffle. But if you had premium, um, that you could listen to this from beginning to end and it would make sense. And I, and a lot of times I'd try to put stuff on there that was really disparate so that you would think like, if you shuffled it, you're like, wow, this is all over the place. But if you listen to it in order, it has a flow that you can go from. Like, this old-timey jazz song into this, like, rap song, into this rock song, into this folk song.
1: Yeah. Flow is exactly the right word in this conversation. Yeah. I uh, I, I think one of the greatest disappointments in my life is that I think now I would be a really great mixtape maker. Yeah. I was not when I was a kid. Yeah. When I was at the height of it. Because... I learned to play drums by listening. Yeah, my mixtapes were all geared to. It was the same concept. Yeah, but they were for me. Mm-hmm. And it was I need three fast songs, a slow song, a six eight song. Like I was thinking through what I needed in the yeah. So I'd have mixtapes that were all three eleven. Yeah, yeah. And like, oh, I did that too. But right. those
0: were the ones I didn't give away. Like I made the best three eleven, best Pearl Jam, best of like all all the stuff. Right.
1: And then uh, by the time I was giving them away, it was CDs. Like, yeah. I never yeah, had the,
0: the tape. Yeah, and that's where that the the kind of three and a half years between us really shines. Those, yep. are, those are a peak. And I was kind of right at the end of the classic era of mixtapes where the technology had kind of perfected. So where I wasn't really recording songs off the radio. Right. I was getting – so and and even towards the very end, the last couple of tapes I have, most of that stuff is MP3s I got off of LimeWire. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, the best. And your computer had 8,000 viruses on it. It only had – Four thousand, because it, it was, that's the difference between Limewire and Netflix, and or uh, Limewire and Napster, Napster, or Kazaa. Kazaa, oh, you Kazaa would have was, fourteen thousand, and everything is like Weird Al, yeah. like all these. The, everything's labeled Weird Al, but none of it is Weird Al. <laughs> it's like Weird Al wouldn't swear. What are you talking about? What is this? Yeah, uh, the so coming the, I mean, the the point of this, and and even now when I make playlists, and and uh, uh, spoiler alert, I have a. <laughs> no it's just getting <laughs> gratuitous uh, i i'm I'm rebooting at least for this month my making a mix a month so hey, if you're on Spotify, there you go. uh you can see right Ooh, now well, I made it I made it a couple weeks ago, but it's uh it's nine nineteen.
1: I am absolutely going on right now
0: and uh it's and and it's a mix of thirty songs um it took me a while to will it down to thirty songs but uh, that's just for this month, and and I saved the ones that are the outtakes. I'll save them for later. But it will be uh, it's a playlist that I invite you to to listen to, and know that even though you can shuffle it, even though you can skip, I've designed it in such a way. I've I've been particular about the way that I put this yeah. together that you should be able to listen to it from start to finish, and it'll take you in a place.
1: Yes, and that's so critical because the, the the person I think about when I think about flow and albums, because I that's what I was gonna say. I I think I do it well now. Yeah, because I think when I'm writing songs as I'm doing in the moment, Mm -hmm. which was lost in the blew it episodes. Oh yeah. Um, I think in terms of a mixtapes flow. Oh yeah. Um, it's not like concept album. Like I'm not like doing a rush album or anything like that. But I, so we were jamming with some friends the other night and we finished the song and I said, that's the middle song. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, what do you mean? Like it is the second song we've written. Like there is no middle yet. Like literally. And I was like, no, 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 this has to start here at this level of energy. So do you and think and you think down. in terms of
0: albums, not like set lists? No, no, That's no, it's no, a no. different thing.
1: Well, but then, so what I do enjoy there in set lists, I do this too. So like our church service, we have five songs in the contemporary service. Yeah. This is what there's room for. Yeah. And there is a flow to the, that, that is very intentional. Uh, the first song is like super high energy. Welcome to church. Ah! Yeah. The next two are kind of the medium tempo. The, third one towards slow because that leads into prayers scripture reading sermon then out of the sermon you need another slow song that builds in energy and then the last song is ascending because it's, so- it's side two right yeah um, my favorite thing to do it set lists and you can't do it this way with mixtapes as often or with albums is the the day i throw a wrench in that whole plan yeah the day I start with a slow song
0: oh. and
1: the whole congregation goes,
0: what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah. And
1: no one can tell you why. Yeah. Like no one has figured out what yeah. the subliminal mind meld is there. Yeah. But it does something and it, it's a good way to get people's attention. Yeah. Um, cause as soon as they do something, you do something
0: that's out of the flow. So They're this, like, oh, uh, but, uh, uh, uh. yeah, the, the playlist uh, I put way too much thought. In. The thing about making a mixtape is you put way too much thought into oh, it. Oh, so much! And so, and I—that's what I love about these playlists. And I really want—I mean, like, this is not just like make Tyler feel good. Like, I'm making this for you. Like, hmm. this is whoever you are. This is my gift. I am to making people. a playlist for people who are not me to listen to this. I will also listen to it because I enjoy it. But I would yeah. like to share this. That's all. Whole, the whole point of making a playlist is that you are doing something with someone, even though it's a solitary thing. So you're yeah. it's like making art. Not that this is the same as being an artist, but that's kind of the thing that I I'm did, making yeah. this for people who are not with me right now. I mean, yep. we do this with the podcast. You're listening totally. to this right now, and it feels like you're like in a conversation with the two of us. If you listen in a car, I've heard <laughs> several people be like, Yeah, it just feels like riding in the car with you and it's kind of annoying. Uh, but, <laughs> well, but, Sarah will frequently text me yeah. in the middle of in the work day, In response to what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. And
1: say, so You didn't even talk about this thing. She was real uh she was not real mad, but she was like You know, in the marching band episode, you never mentioned that we dated marching band, and that's how we met.
0: But you did mention that earlier. I did previous episode, right? So, but But it was in that moment. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: She texts. She texts me out of the blue. She's like, "We dated marching band," and I was like, "Yeah, I know." Yeah. Like what? Why are you? Oh, you're listening to the podcast. (laughs) Nice. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, even that. So, we're making this thing with the understanding it's not just a recorded conversation between Jay and Tyler talking to each other. Right. We are talking to you. Whether you are, I mean, really just a one person, because really, I mean, unless you're in a car with it, one other, one or two other people, I don't think you sit around and have a podcast. Hey party. guys,
1: let's listen to Roughing hey, the Past. You guys want to hear the podcast? If you
0: them? do that, first of all,
1: send us pictures of all of your podcast salt- parties, saltines. Podcast parties.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we had nine <laughs> sleeves of salties. <laughs>
1: I want a picture of nine friends sitting around a room eating saltines with a laptop in the middle and just sleeves of saltines
0: yeah, each just sitting there, yeah, just quietly <laughs> nodding along. <laughs> like, <laughs> but so, I mean, the, the neat thing about a podcast is that it is—it's a. It, and and I've had this with podcasts that I listen to regularly. That after a while, there's one podcast that I listen to, uh, but I got I listened to it so much, and I would listen to it when I was going to sleep. That I started, I realizing I started having memories as though I these yeah. are my four my four friends. Yep. And I would think about like when I was in the room. Remember when we were talking about that? And um, I know most of the people, a lot of the people who listen to us actually do know us personally. Yeah. There's a couple people who I've heard who don't know us at all. Listen, way to go! Thanks for being you. You're my new best friend.
1: I hit it. Big. so the uh, I mentioned in a previous episode that um, I was helping out at Sanctuary.
0: Yeah, couple, oh couple yeah, ago. Bentley's Church, and uh, somebody Laura walked. Bentley, uh, former guest on uh, two classic episodes yeah. of the pod. P.S. Winner's their podcast? Didn't I don't know what was it called. I forget. They had a killer name. We're pastors.
1: Can yes. you believe it? Something <laughs> like that. Something like that. Pastors. Uh, Laura right. Lauren Aaron.
0: Yeah, someone oh. had had. Uh, Tweeted us or texted us when their podcast was coming out. And yeah. I realized, oh, I have no idea.
1: I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, somebody came to Sanctuary and walked in and I introduced myself. Hi, I'm Jay. And she said, Oh, you have a podcast with Tyler. Nice. And it was a total stranger. And I was like, Uh, and it was the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. thing. they she knew uh Jimmy and uh Jill. And so Jill. like, oh nice. She tied in that way. Was it Jamie? Yes.
0: Oh, she's the best. Yes. She we've talked about her on that. We've dropped her name on it. Hey Jamie, what's up? Oh hi. Jamie's Super cool.
1: But for me, it yeah. was all your side of the friend's equation.
0: I also have met Jamie once, but she's still super cool. Okay. I, I know more about Jamie than I know Jamie. Yeah, I, like she, We were in the same room one time, but I've heard great stories about her. Jamie, you're super cool. All your friends talk about you, how great you are. So if you didn't know that, way to go. Yeah, good job. You're doing well.
1: But all that is to say, By the I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Saltine. We're just going to call this the theology of yeah, Get right. your sleeves get, ready, guys. Get it ready, boys G- and girls. Uh but, but it was a weird moment of like... Being
0: recognized for this, yes. I was like, what? "What?" I got recognized for being on the the J and Ed Variety Cast. Did you one time? Yeah, I talked to somebody and they'd recognize my voice. Ah. It's like, "Do you know Jay Fryer?" I was like, "Yes." Yeah, <laughs> it was in a really weird context. She's like, "I heard you on his podcast." I was like, wow. "Oh yeah." How there about that? Yeah, uh, J and Ed the,
1: Variety Cast. Incidentally, I worked to avoid it that yeah. time. Uh,
0: is the I guess, precursor to this. Well, that was the seed that made me realize I must supersede that podcast. I must get it so that people say, I know you from roughing the pastor, not from some other podcast. And you did it like the listenership to this. So if you aren't sure what Jay and the Jay and Ed variety cast, it's the mortal enemy of this podcast. (laughs) Throwing shade. Huh? Okay. Well, I've been Jay
1: (laughs) and I've been Ed. But yeah, season three just began. So if I can have a yeah. shameless plug for that podcast. Uh, I uh,
0: uh, Did I miss the call where you guys asked me to be a guest? Not yet, not three? yet. It's coming, okay. though. Okay, good. It's coming, it's
1: coming. Good. We have to get, so by the time you hear this, this will all be true, but Cassandra is leaving us. Oh. Uh, she got oh, married. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And got, so we're doing like big send-off.
0: So she's still, I, I'm glad she's still here. I thought she might have been living at the summer break. No, no. But no the, she's still here yeah.
1: until the end of September. So again, cool. by the time you hear this episode, it might be over, but...
0: Be pretty close. Yeah. yeah. She's leaving like this week. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. See C. you, Cassandra. Sanders. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. all of that was yes, back to... Too. <laughs>
1: Dang it. Walked right into it.
0: <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, we are going to be eating lots, about. Of, lots of yeah. <laughs> um, the, the... Yeah. All, uh, all, I mean, literally all of that is to say that... Um, one of the best things about the mixtape is it is being connected with people, even if you're not there, that you're yes. you're thinking of other people. You're being mindful of you're creating something that is to be shared and it, it speaks about you, but it should speak to the other person. We do that with the podcast It's one of the things is my favorite thing about doing this podcast is that it is in a way being in community with people that we couldn't a lot of you physically we, we right. I wouldn't see you this week right we there's some people in our churches that listen to it but there are a lot of people who are away at college or who are in other states who are different places all the people that I desperately care about and and uh, to be able to have this kind of opportunity to be part of your week. Is a really cool thing. We made friends yes. from this podcast yes. of people like Rachel Jones, one of the coolest people we've ever met. I did not know her before yeah, this no, podcast. No. So now she's, I tweet, and she's been a two-time, two-time guest yeah. on on Ruth and Pastor, and,
1: I, and we tweet with her like at least two, three times. She's our day. webmaster. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: <laughs> but uh, but I mean like people like that, and and I mean people. I have former um, students from youth groups, former students from. When I was a high school teacher mm-hmm. in Naperville, Illinois. My current students are listening to
1: yes. this, which kinda scares me a little bit. Oh yeah. Uh, but you know, it's good. Yeah. And
0: <laughs> I mean and that's but that's it's We're looking it's, at you, we Paul. It's it's being in oh yeah, yeah. He, yeah, th- yeah. So uh being in that kind of relationship, being in that like that that kind of community. That's mm-hmm. the whole point. And and being doing a mixtape, um, you have to be mindful of the other person because they're so they're not really convenient. Yeah. There's not easy ways to skip. That if I'm gonna choose to put this eight-minute song on here, it better be a worthwhile eight-minute song. Right. Oh, that was my uh, the the playlist as you'll see. The playlist that I made, the September playlist, starts with an eight and a half-minute song. Hey, you gotta be invested, and right that's yeah, and that's where I was like, ooh, and I felt like, boy, I'm really going out on a limb here. But again, <laughs> it's just for me. Like that. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not just for me. I'm making it for other people, but this is for me. It's a it's a re- great song, and I really had. To, I was like, I, I'm gonna end with this song, and I was like, no, I'm gonna just start, with this. start with it. Start with it.
1: Well that's something else too, thinking about back to the conversation about cell phones and Twitter especially, there is something interesting I've been thinking about so and this is gonna sound ironic again in a podcast where we are literally broadcasting to the world. Yeah. How much of our society is built around broadcasting. Yep. In the sense of I have something I want to say.
0: Yeah. I'm important. Listen to me.
1: Right. A mixtape, or hopefully at its best this podcast yes. and stuff like this. Yeah. And really hopefully at its best church is listening. And when you have something to say, instead of I have something to say, broadcasting something that is, I think you need to hear this. Yes.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And that's a very different thing. <sighs> so very hugely hugely thing. different.
1: I think you need to hear this
0: word of encouragement. Yes. I
1: think you need to hear this song. I think you need I to hear- I liked this.
0: I think you would like it too. Right. It's not, I like this, so you must know it. Right. Because I'm so important that everything I like must be what everybody else likes, but- and hear me, pastors. Yeah. When you're preaching,
1: yes. that's the model to take. Yes. Uh is is not I have something to say that is yeah. going to be profound and revolutionary and yeah. earth shattering. Because it's not. Yeah. You, when you preach it should be my people, the congregation needs to hear yeah. this.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's it, like there there are two things to point out on this.
1: Um, <laughs> I take a picture of why we're both staring at the wall
0: <laughs> i like that i stopped looking at you and are now looking away i think i'm just coming at it sideways i yeah, like this angle. that's good mic. that's good We're just, uh, you know, there's, a ca- little, there's a lot of cameras in here yeah man camera one, camera two. studio um so <laughs> the uh there's a lot of youth two uh, a bad head pastor thing or just like solo pastor and a bad um youth minister thing hmm. youth pastor um Two things that are real easy and happen a lot. There's a lot of youth ministers. A lot of people do youth ministry in a, I want to be the cool guy uh, or, or cool girl, cool person. I up gave up, up on that so long yeah. ago. Well, and you should because it is a, te- a very toxic way to do youth ministry yeah. because then people are connected to you and not to God in right. any way. And, that their whole, and that's not to say that you shouldn't have a, uh, like that charisma is bad or having right. a, a likable personality. Like you should be someone that people want to spend time with. And or, and bring that to them, but you shouldn't always have to be the cool guy. You should, and it shouldn't be. I'm making lots of little Tylers, right? And the more and and there, there are definitely things that I would do that people would emulate. But I tried to make it things that were not about look at Tyler doing this cool thing, and more about look at what I have learned to do. Yes, you can also learn to do this. Yes, and you can be declarative. You can make statements. You can say this. I think this is known. I think this is great. Uh, and I think you guys would like this too. But doing it in a way that's lifting others up and helping them to become more fully balanced rather than trying to get them to be little proselytes of you. Yeah. Little disciples of you. I don't need disciples of Tyler.
1: I can't think of a worse thing in the world. Oh, than but a it's whole so bunch of disciples prominent. Of it's oh, yeah. so
0: prominent in ministry and it's so prominent in the rest of the world too. That, and we, to the point that we want people, we like, when someone like when we talk about leaving legacies like making a difference we like i want there to be a statue of me no i don't want there to be a statue of me and that should not be a goal
1: i want you to barely know i existed your
0: goal should be i empowered all these other people to do things that they wouldn't have been able to do not because i had special abilities but because i took the time to help them to realize that in the same way that other people did that for me and the legacy that you want to leave are people who will do the same for other things for, for other people and so um and as a pastor, the phrase that I hate is when people say, my flock. Like when I talk about my congregation as my flock. No, One, because then that makes me the shepherd, and I'm not a shepherd. Remember uh, from a previous episode, I'm broken. We yes. are broken. I'm yes. a flawed human being with lots of problems, but God loves me. And the image that we should have is that Jesus is the shepherd. I mm-hmm. get very uncomfortable with pastors who call themselves shepherds and with that whole shepherd language because it elevates us yeah. above the rest of the congregation Yeah, in a way that – our training has prepared us for this position. It has not made me better than you, theologically, spiritually, personally. Right. And so if I think of myself as a shepherd, I'm thinking of myself over a bunch of sheep. Sheep are inherently stupid. Yes. They don't know what's going on, yep. and they need constant protection. Yep. If that's the way I think of my congregation, then, boy, that's a toxic relationship. And especially if that's the way you think of your youth group. Yeah. That's really toxic too. Well, no, so like I,
1: I my my line and I actually did turn this into a sermon, it sounds like that, but I think there's enough distinction that I'm not treading in terrible waters. Um, inevitably an eighth grader will do something incredible. Yeah. Like bring incredible in the dumb sense, like yeah. bring a squirt gun to worship at eight thirty or something like yep. that. And whenever somebody'll say, Oh, look at that, my response has always been to say, He's my people. Yeah. And that to me feels like whole different than my flock. Yeah. These are my people. Yeah. Not in the possessive ownership yeah. I'm in charge of, whatever, but that we all share a commonality yeah. that is both
0: beautiful and weird all at the same time. Well, and that's what I found out about being a teacher and a youth group leader and a pastor. Like those are three. And then a father and a husband and like the, the different big roles I played in my life. The better teachers are the teachers who care about their kids yeah. and are invested in them. Yes. That their success makes you like you have an emotional response to their success. That yeah. when they succeed, you feel like we have done it. And when they fail, you feel like we have failed. Um it's exhausting and it's hard work and you don't always get to, to see the end result of that. Right. Um
1: Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, you you actually rarely get
0: to see the result. Oh, very of that. rarely. It's very, uh, I, very I always very say rarely. it's like mowing the lawn at night. Yeah. Um that I know I'm doing something, but I don't know what I'm mowing. Maybe I'm mowing where I used to mow. Maybe I'm in the flower bed, maybe I'm on the road doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. I just have to trust it. And every once in a while a car a car will drive by and I'll get a flashlight be like, Oh, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Um yep. uh, That's and, a good analogy. Yeah, and and that's and that's always what it's been to me. And that's what ministry is, that's what teaching is. And, and and if you are persistent in it, you're you're people are gonna tell you when you made mistakes they're very rarely going to tell you when you did great things. And if they do, sometimes they'll just be like, that's a good sermon. Like that's, which is nice to hear, but it doesn't like, is that the same as saying how you're doing? Like, I don't really know what to do with that.
1: A lot of times when people say you did a good job today is what I hear. I I usually equate that to, wow. Surprisingly. I didn't know (laughs) that you could talk in complete sentences. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's not to say, Either that I'm fishing for compliments, or that I that or that, that we don't like yep. it when people give us affirmation like that.
1: I would rather I don't know about you, but I would rather have as many people give me compliments. I would rather they all challenged me on something I said.
0: Yeah. Although um, emotionally that would be hard. To oh, it'd be tax eighty people say like I don't know about this. But at least I'd know there was
1: some engagement with it. That's that what I I want the
0: engagement. I yeah. want people to say like to come back late like the next day be like man, I've been thinking about what you yeah. said. That's the stuff that I love. Yeah. That, that's what I feel like I've done it. And with all of those roles, with teacher, with youth group leader, with, and with parent like that, um, that it's this connection of, we are a community that does this together. And my role is teacher but I'm one of you. I know what you're going through. I was a student too. I'm still a student now. Yep. And I'm still learning stuff. I mean, you do that when you're teaching a book that you haven't read before. You just have to say a chapter in front of everybody. Yeah. And that it's the same thing in life. Like we're always just, any teacher you have is just saying a chapter in front of you. Yeah. And if they aren't doing that, I mean, it's like doctors have to continue to study to make sure that they're doing the right thing and keep their, uh, uh, it's one of the few professions that we enforce that this this professional always is a student, yeah, which is really helpful and really important, especially well, for a doctor. But so many other, like we don't do that necessarily with educators. No, uh, it's supposed they, to happen for yeah. pastors. We're yeah.
1: supposed to have continuing ed. Yeah, but. but a
0: lot of times we just use that to go to a conference to make ourselves feel good or yeah. to do something to talk about retirement or like there's all kinds of conf- And you could go to a conference every year and do, learn nothing from. Yes, us. we need to be challenged on what we know how we apply it and how we understand the world and how we understand ourselves and how we understand our congregation. Yeah. And so bringing everything back to this mixtape that it's this simple thing and in a sense I mean the the time in my life that feels like I'm making a mixtape is doing a sermon. Yeah. Or or writing I mean doing a lesson for yep. for Bible study or something like that because I am work I am learning this thing that is exciting to me. Yep. And, and I want to share it. And I found as a teacher the best I was as a teacher the the most fun lessons to teach were the ones where I learned something because then you can share it be like, hey, look at this cool thing I discovered. And rather than, guess what I learned 10 years ago? Now you guys have to know it. And never the, well, I had to learn this so now you do too. Like the worst. That I'm going to punish you because this thing sucks and everybody has to put up with this. What a terrible outlook on life. Yeah. And also what a terrible teacher. Like you're just saying that this is punishment and it's just something to be endured. It's another thing to be like, there are hard lessons in life that we need to come to terms with. Yeah. But to just say, you have to experience this terrible thing that I had to experience. It's worth, that's bad. And, and it's, there are terrible things that we have to experience, but we need to put it in a perspective of saying, here's why we have to do this. Yeah, Nobody likes getting the flu shot. No. But we, we all get it together, and it sucks, and you have to do it every year. But that kind of thing, like that, yeah. that we endure. And you have to go to work. You have to yeah. go to sleep. You have to do all like all the things that kids don't want to do. Well, there, there are suffering
1: moments in life that instead of saying, well, we all had to do this, so suck it
0: up, Yeah. I would much rather hop down and walk that path with somebody. Yeah. Um, and say that this is a hard season in life, but there is good things that will come out of it. Yeah. That doesn't mean that we should be excited and singing. I mean, it's like doing a funeral. Yeah. Uh, helping someone warn like it's not it's not the time to deny it and act like no this is fun we no. get to learn from this <laughs> no
1: uh, no ed ed has a line that i really like it's um not everything is good but yeah. everything will work for good yes um yeah 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 you never want to say like this thing
0: is good yeah it could work for good yeah um, but and yeah. and we and even when we say things like god is good all the time that can be sounding like saying everything mm-hmm. is good no 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 no, 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 no. God is still good even in the midst of bad stuff. Yeah. And that's something that should give us hope. It doesn't mean that it, how could God be good and this bad stuff happen? No, no, um, God is still good because, in the bad stuff. Because this stuff is not good. Yeah. Um, and God is going to make good come out of this. But but it doesn't, yeah. Yeah. So as as we, uh, when we have intentionality with the way we think about other people and and that you can do something, whether it's writing a song or drawing pictures or, Uh, doing plays or playing music or uh, baking or like any of these things that we off, we can do as solitary or kind of um, uh, um, practiced things that we then share with the public. The more we are aware of the people we are intending to share it with, the more care we put into it. And the more it connects us with those people in that process that again, as we do these podcasts, we are thinking, I feel like I'm with other people. I feel like I'm with you who is listening right now. Uh, And, that we are making this for you. And that's why we love hearing back again. It's the morning, the long night, like anything back on Twitter. Yeah. We seem to like we're fishing for it, but we're not fishing for it. We just want to make sure that you're, that you're having a good time. And if you're challenged on it, we, that's the stuff that's I love, The good stuff. even better than just, that was a great podcast. But like, you're like, I don't know about that. That one really made me think like that one. I love those conversations. Yeah. Like last and, week
1: when uh, Rachel tore into us
0: about our monthly rank. rank oh yeah, man. She yeah. was so upset about that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh boy. <laughs> hey, so to, to end this on a social media challenge, uh, rough the pastor on Twitter, roughing the pastor on Instagram. I always lean into the mic to sniff. I know. I know. I've been, I'm like steps away from the big Lebowski here. Like I've maximum chill. In the you chair. also
0: have removed every article of clothing that you could have before it starts getting careful what you wish for. A little, uh, salacious. Hey, uh, that's the premium contest. <laughs>
1: You gotta subscribe. You gotta subscribe for that Patreon (laughs) for that (laughs) (laughs) But if you're on the social media machine, here's the challenge. I'm giving you 60 minutes. Oh. Make a playlist. Yes. And we will... Here's my commitment. I'm gonna put us in this. Yep. If you make a 60-minute playlist... Because we can't quite Let's totally replicate the mixtape experience. How about
0: sixty minutes for ten songs, whichever comes first? Sure. Yeah. So yeah, if yeah. it's easier for just pick ten songs. Great. Go for it.
1: Um, but you can't you can't make a forever long one. You've got no. you're limited 15, by the tape. Fifteen songs. Because I the think we will listen to every playlist that comes through.
0: Absolutely, I would love that. If we come away from this with like a dozen playlists, that would be the best thing that could. This so whole. Good. Roughing the pastor experience would have been worth it if I could just get some more
1: <laughs> playlists in my life. We'll just shut it down. Oh shut man, it down. Yeah, we yeah, got nothing less to do here.
0: But even if it's only one or two, like that's that's great too. I just love and know that I have started this by my playlist is available. I'm gonna make another one for October. It's coming out very soon, uh, and I'm gonna try to keep this going for the rest yes. for the next like 2019 2020 realm, and and we'll see what happens going forward. I really like doing it, especially if I know people are listening to it. Then it's better chance of. Of continuing with it
1: Love it So send us your playlist On Spotify, Apple Music Whatever you got mm. And um, we will do
0: our best Also to listen to it In order So yes. it's not just Throw 15 songs Into a playlist That you like no, no. But the, even if it's You threw 15 songs Into a playlist you like Then rearrange them Try yeah. to find it every take, me, play, take me on a journey Every play Like the playlist That is currently up there I spent, I made it, and then I listened to it for about a week and kept moving songs around to yeah. be like, yeah, this goes here. Ooh, that's not as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, the it's good stuff. Yeah, but You put way too much. If you put way too much time into it, that's exactly enough time. Yep. All yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, uh, anything? I don't. I don't know if Dory. Hi. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what? What's wrong? What's Bartleby? you? Oh no, Bartleby is hurt. I hurt my
1: toe. You hurt your toe- How did you hurt toe? your
0: toe? I was sleeping, and then I was awakened by the threat of 311. I don't know if you know this, but 311 are monsters in our society. <laughs> it's old stories of 311 waking us up in the middle of the night and stealing our souls.
1: There's I did not know this about house elves.
0: Such chill bros!
1: That was not in Harry oh Potter. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah.
0: I knew that I when I stopped listening to 311, all of a sudden, house elves starting hanging around me a lot more. Jeez. Oh, I'm sorry, Bartleby. Are there any corrections for us? Okay. Well, it looks like you just gave me a Fix yeah. up. Constant constant help. Well, thank you, Bartleby. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Go rest up. Yeah, go put heal some that, ice on that Don't put, put a sock on, on it, but yeah, something that will melt. Something yeah. that is disposable. Yeah. All right, well, this has been lovely. That's a that's a good run. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Have a uh, great week. Yes. Um, bye, everybody. I've been Tyler. I've been Jay. And this has been Roughing, Roughing the, Pastor. the Pastor. I 100% forgot how we end the show. I knew. I thought you I were just like, I was going through like five different endings. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. there you go <laughs> pretty close yeah yeah okay, hey wait uh hashtag or for, for your twitter followers what did i just do what was that oh, sound Oh man yeah i'll put this at the end yeah so what was, was that? that sound what did i do yeah i did something very very semi-normal yep it's not it's, it wouldn't be a total shocker but but you should buy sound alone. Yeah,
1: I think I could get that.
0: I think so. Not that I don't. I don't I know it was what out it, of it is. Context. Now. Yeah. I mean, you saw it and you knew what it was, and it sounded like what you were thinking. I'll try and way. forget all this by okay. the time this plays. I gotta yeah. take a picture of it to remember.